Hey guys, this is the Texan Talking here uh, with a brand new episode this fine evening. I am joined here by my wonderful co-host Rios. Let him know what's up, Rios. How's it going, guys? And of course, today we have a special guest, Tyler Boardman. How's it going, Tyler? Good. How you guys doing? Doing great, doing great. So uh, Tyler is uh, uh, his uh, my coworker. That's his sister. And uh, I asked her, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna reach out to Tyler and see if he can join us." Uh, Tyler, let our fan, let our our, our fans, <laughs> like we have any our uh, <laughs> our our listeners and now viewers since we're on YouTube. Uh, tell them a little bit about you, Tyler. Yeah. So uh, basically, born and raised in Bel Air, Texas. Uh, it's a tight knit little town inside of Houston and it's a big baseball community so I've been playing you know baseball since I was five years old started out in Bel Air Little League and coach pitch stuff like that um, played Little League all the way till I was 12 13 then I went to a Bel Air high school spent four years there a uh, little fun fact about me I'm the the winningest pitcher in the state of Texas most Ooh. wins uh, <laughs> yeah I got lucky with that had, had great teams behind me uh, lucky enough to get a scholarship to the University of Texas. Um, you know, went down some medical history. I ended up breaking my back in four places, had a slip disc. Um, long story short, got my scholarship pulled, ended up transferring out, went to powerhouse San Jacinto Junior College. Um, you know, I thought I was going to get drafted out of there, ended up not getting drafted. So I signed with the University of New Mexico, which is my dad's alma mater. And his dad also went there. So I'm the third generation Lobo. And then I was drafted by the Tigers in 2015 out of there. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, what was your experience like? Uh, how, did, how did you feel, first of all, when you finally got drafted by the Tigers? So if I had an agent and, you know, he wasn't the best agent. He just kind of hit me up and I think he hit me up on social media and, you know, I had no other agents coming to get me. So I ended up signing with him. And he was telling me, I was like, oh, I was predicted to go, you know, 12th to 18th round. And, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, 12 to 18th rounds go by, you know, no phone calls or nothing. I'm just watching the draft tracker, just getting all depressed. Um, and eventually the 22nd round comes around, um, you know, and I get a phone call from the Tigers saying that it took me. So I went from thinking that I wasn't going to get drafted to that night telling my parents, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to go pursue this dream. And I ended up getting on a plane probably two days after I got drafted, signed my contract in Florida and started my career. Oh, that's amazing, dude. How uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experience uh, in uh, the minors, like any funny stories you may have or something that pops to your head? Yeah. So my, my funniest story I probably have, we were playing in West Michigan. Uh, I was on the West Michigan Whitecaps in Grand Rapids. And so our bullpens were, you know, on the uh, right field foul lines, all exposed. And whenever we had bad weather, it, it was, you know, mandatory for uh, pitchers to come in to the dugout. And, you know, it was towards the end of the season. We were, we were already in playoffs. You know, we kind of thought, you know, we could kind of get away with some funny stuff. So it always rained or snowed in West Michigan. So one day we all brought goggles and snorkels and flippers and, you know, pull stuff down to the bullpen. We knew it was going to rain. And we had strength in numbers. So we had, uh, we had some low-rounder guys like myself, but we also had some bonus babies, what we call the guys who signed for, you know, millions of dollars. They're in the right. bullpen with us. So – uh, it starts raining. Our coach calls us in and we all just stand put. No, you know, no one moves. Uh, we end up putting our snorkels on all our, our goggles and stuff like that. And the crowd loved it. The crowd was eating it up. You know, we had put us on the jumbotron, you know, everyone's going crazy, just raising <laughs> their hands. The crowd's just going insane. 
And then it finally comes down. Uh, our trainer came and he said, guys, you better get your ass in the dugout right now. Coach is pissed. So then we all kind of, yeah, we all kind of got a little scared. We ran in the dugout and after the game, he didn't really, you know, he was, he was talking about the game uh, and then he pulls us all in the office and we all ended up getting fined 250 bucks each, which doesn't Ooh. seem like much, but a little fun fact about minor league baseball. So whenever you get drafted, you know, you get X amount of money as your, your bonus uh, you keep that, but then your first season in minor league baseball, you make $1,100 a month. So oh my gosh. they took 250 as a fine right off that 1100 and then you're paying all these mm-hmm. other fees and rent. So 250 to me was like, you know, that's thousands of dollars to what a major league fine would be. Right. Oh right. my goodness. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it, yeah, it was so all... worth it. You worth it? You don't, no regrets, right? No, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! That's that's it's insane. So one of the things that uh, that uh, we saw, I think I can't remember. I know it was Rob Manfred. They asked him uh, how did he feel about like the minor leagues getting paid almost nothing uh, yeah. at that level, and he kind of brushed it off when he said that. You've obviously experienced it, as you just said. Uh, were there times where you just really, really struggled to make it with that type of pay that they were giving you, or anything like that? Uh, I'm yeah, to be honest. So basically your bonus is kind of what you live on until you can make it to the show and start making, because me league minimum in major leagues right now is, you know, $600,000. Um, so if you get all up, you're making that money, but my parents, my dad's a doctor, mom is a nurse, you know, they told me to invest all my money. So when I got my signing bonus, I put it all in the stock market and it's still in there right now. So I was basically just doing my best to live off those $1,100 a month paychecks. And then, you know, right. you're getting taxes and you're playing, you're paying club fees and all that stuff. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a host family, which we just paid 150 bucks a month. And, you know, we had unlimited food. We had, you know, most of the time they had nice houses. Like I lived in this two story house. My host oh, family had a boat. So we got to take the boat out whenever we had our four off days in 150 days. Nice. But yeah, it was definitely, it was a struggle. Some guys, you know, if you had wealthy parents, you know, they could help provide for you. But then you had, you know, guys from the Dominican, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, stuff like that, who, you know, they had no money coming in and uh, they definitely, you know, it was a struggle for them to survive off that little money. But my favorite thing yeah. is Rob, Rob Manfred called us seasonal apprentices. I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Apprentices. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man, even labels out too. That is insane. Just yeah. seasonal apprentices. Yeah, that well, was his because we were just asking them. I mean, the, all the minor leaguers were scared, you know, to sign the petition, the petition, you know, to right. start a union, which they just did currently. They started a union uh, for minor leaguers and Rob Manfred addressed it. And, you know, now it's respected. And I'm sure we'll oh. end up paid more. Um, but back when I was playing, you know, it was if you were spoke up about, you know, minor leaguers aren't paid enough, they just cut you and, you know, someone else takes your spot. Man. Yeah, that's that's how they see it. They you basically become like, oh, you're you're going to you're going to talk. OK, bye. And somebody else is uh, going to replace you. Man, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that's that's got to be tough. Uh, and that's that's why one of the reasons why I mainly wanted to have you on, because I, I was like, man, he's been through that. You know, he's been through the struggles. You hear these stories. Uh, we went to uh, uh, me and my other co-host and, and family. We went to this uh, the Sugarland Cowboys game. You know the the AAA affiliate of the Astros mm-hmm. here. And uh, 
we met a family there that had one of their sons uh, playing, uh, I think it was a catcher, and yeah. they were telling us how he got he got drafted by the Mets, and also he was he he gone from you know uh, affiliates to affiliates here and there, and then he ended up at at the uh, the Space Cowboys, and you know it, they mentioned a lot of those stories that it, you know it's tough. They try to make it to every single game, but you know unfortunately sometimes that's the you know that's the road you face where you're struggling like you said and and things like that that's why i was like man i just wanted to ask somebody and i'm glad that we got to ask you that you know how like your your perspective of it obviously since you actually lived it so yeah and uh so yeah man seasonal apprentice Mm -hmm. and i I had plenty of you know not teammates because the tigers we were fortunate you know we had host families where we were but i had other friends and other organizations where you know they're splitting a two-bedroom apartment with six to eight guys you got a guy in the kitchen you got a guy in the living room you got four guys in each bedroom like you know it's a two-bedroom two-bath little apartment and the fun fact is about this too so you have to sign a year-long lease when the season itself is only, you know, six to eight months for the minors and say you get transferred, you know, whether you get promoted or demoted, your name's still on that lease. So you as a player are responsible for either finding a player who comes in to take over your part of the lease, or if no one does, you're screwed paying two rents and two locations. Oh my God. With that, with that same amount of money that you're probably getting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Live in the, but yeah. if, if you get promoted in the season, so if you go from, you know, single A to high A, you get a hundred dollar a month bonus. So you go from 1100 oh, nice. to 1200. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. The lavish <laughs> life. Start. The lav- oh man. Yeah. Living, living the life, the luxurious life right there. Oh, yeah. hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, that that's, that's brutal, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, like you said, I, I know you were, you had, what was that? I never knew that's I don't think I paid, you know, not much, but I didn't think it was like that little eleven hundred. Yeah. That's the thing. Like we would go out to bars and stuff, and all these, you know, girls would think, you know, oh, we're professional athletes, blah, blah. And like little do they know that like they're making more, probably three times more as we're making. When, Man, you know, right. we got ten thousand people coming to see us, but say like say girl, who's uh, who's paying this tab? Is uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's paying this tab? My account yeah. set up. I'm not gonna get paid till next month. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, waiting for that. Uh, waiting for that direct deposit to hit soon. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, I can so remember my so my direct deposits were four after taxes. They were four forty every two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Four forty. Yeah. Man, geez, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that that is crazy. And then, like the the craziest thing is that all, after all that, you, that you have to pay all the fees you have to pay. And like you said, you had guys that would like sleep on the on the floor, on the kitchen, and stuff like that. And you still had to go to like the games that were like out of town. Uh, I'm assuming in the buses or like, did you guys have to did you guys have to pay for your own transportation, or was that part of the team, or no, was it so sort we, of like the team thing? Uh, we took buses, but I mean, I would rather have paid and you know taken my own truck if I could have because you know we're piling a whole team and you got all the coaches, all the trainers, you got the media oh. guys all in a oh, one wow. bus. So like the, the guys who were experienced and had, you know, a couple of years in the minors, they got their own seat. All the coaches got their own seat, but uh, like all the new guys who just signed, like you're doubling up sitting next to someone. Uh, and our longest bus ride from West Michigan to Bowling Green, Kentucky was like 13 hours. So Oh I, ended up, I ended up just getting a little blow up camping mattress and a little sleeping bag. And I would just like lay it in between the uh, seats and just lay on the ground the whole time. Jeez. 
that's tough. And then you have to you have to actually you have to play up to that. And then uh, on the uh, like depending on the series, and you, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of like all the things that you guys have to go through. That's insane, dude. Yeah, and so, then getting paid what you got paid. Yeah, so we we would play a game. We'd finish at you know say 10:30 at night. By the time you and say we got a road trip and we got a game on Friday, so you get on the bus at you know 11 o'clock at night. You'd go to whatever hotel. You'd probably check in around four to six a.m. Uh, you get about you know, four hours of sleep at the hotel, you're supposed to sleep on the bus. Then you got to get to the field, you know, four or five hours early to start, you know, BP and all of the warmups and stuff like that. So the travel was awful, especially like me being a reliever. I never knew when I was going to pitch. So there were days where I get off that 14 hour bus ride and I, my back's already hurt and my legs are cramping. And then, you know, they're telling me to go get hot in the bullpen. And it's just like, that's the last thing you want to hear after a big long bus ride. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What my is the uh, story? <laughs> my, yeah, no, my, my backside hurt. <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> yeah. No, uh, what is uh okay off the top of your head? Do you have a when you while you were in the minors? Uh, did you have a particular story? Do you have a particular story where it was one of those where y'all where you feel like you had one of those sports moments where you were about to lose and then suddenly you guys made like an incredible comeback that you can't remember? That sticks out. Yeah, I mean, so this is going to be be a very minor league, but we had one of the typical uh, be like right out of Bull Durham. We had a walk off wild pitch um, in playoffs. I don't remember. Who, I think it was. I can't even tell you the team it was against, but we were in like the eleventh mm-hmm. inning or something at home, uh, and the pitcher just muffed it to the backstop, and we got the walk off that way to advance in playoffs. Wins a win. Yeah, you take that. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's amazing. Is there um, now? Obviously, uh, the, you know the Tigers were the ones that got you. Is there? Did you buy in in the? Ba- I know you could say like, well, any team that would take me, right? But is there a team that you like always wanted to play for that you dreamed of playing for? Yeah, oh, for sure. My, I mean, I'm from Houston, born and raised, so my my dream team was the Astros. I mean, my favorite player still to this day is Billy Wagner because you know I was a left handed mm-hmm. pitcher. Okay. Growing, up, growing up in the Astrodome, I'd go with my yeah. grandpa and my family and watching little five foot eight Billy Wagner throw 103 miles an hour. Like <laughs> he was the man. So yeah. I wish I would have gotten taken by the Astros. But at the end of the day, when you're in college and, you know, you're getting a chance right. to play football, you could care less who picks you as long as someone does. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, I don't think you actually like, wait, you know what? Whoever takes me, whoever wants to sign this contract, that's who you kind of go to. That's what you're expecting, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, I'm the Rangers, and now I'm, re- I'm retiring. <laughs> You're like Dallas. Nah, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Go, go to the minors. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's that's incredible. That's that's awesome. What about uh, like college? Let's ask you about college. How did you like your experience at UT? So UT was, I mean, the best two years of college life that, you know, you could possibly ask for being a, a D1 mm-hmm. athlete at a major school like Texas, where, you know, right. in Houston, everyone, you're either going to A&M or Texas, uh, right. so, you know, going, especially the nightlife in Austin, you know, you're, we're not paying oh, for anything. Yeah. Everything's covered. You know, we're, I'm 18 years old and, you know, going to sixth street and you get in any bar you want, <laughs> and, you know, right. you get fraternity parties and, you know, you're basically treated mm-hmm. like Kings, uh, it was awesome. And then I went to junior college right after that, and it couldn't have been the complete 180. It was just oh, the man. worst. <laughs> Not bad. And uh, and what about uh, University of New Mexico? Did you like that? Which one did you like best? Is there a, is there so, a certain, like, 
I basically, I, I went to New Mexico. So another thing too. So whenever I transferred out of UT, they, um, they basically, the school you leave gets to say what schools you can or can't go to. So usually they okay. ban you, you know, from like big 12 schools. So you don't play against the competition stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't have necessarily a good parting. Uh, they didn't want me to leave, but I was kind of dead set. And I, I got my scholarship cut after I got my, you know, my medical red shirt. Um, oh, mm-hmm. I basically kind of put my pride on the line and I was like, you know what, I can go play somewhere else. Um, so they, they banned me from every school in the state of Texas. I got banned from SMU and SMU doesn't even have a baseball team. Yeah. Just in case they start one, you're banned from it. Uh, yeah. 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 But it, it, it worked out because my, my dad's born in Galpin, New Mexico. Uh, you know, he went to UNM, his dad went to UNM, right. um, I have all his extended family. They lived in Albuquerque. So it's kind of like my second home. Um, and it's, it is a mid-major conference in the Mountain West. So I knew I'd, I'd go in as a junior and I'd pick, I was the mm-hmm. Friday night starter my first year. And I knew, you know, oh, if, I, nice. if I were to go to like a bigger, I had you know opportunities to go to like Auburn or NC State. And if I would have, you know, gone to those schools, there's a chance, you know, if I would have had one bad start as a junior transfer, they could have just benched me the rest of the year. And I would have never gotten drafted. So me personally, I think UNM was the best decision that I could have made. It's yeah. awesome, Ben. Yeah, it's exactly where you where you feel more comfortable. And obviously, like you said, your family has history there. So why not? Be, it was the third generation, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. It pretty much worked out. That's the best. That's the best thing. All right. So uh, let's keep it in the, in the uh, how do you call it? In baseball, did you see that Astros game last night? They completely dominated uh, Arizona. I didn't get a chance to watch it now. I, I tried oh, my man. best to watch as many as I can, but, I mean, 162 games is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a, no, was a exactly. Well, today's magic number is one. They need to win one more game, and they have the number one in the AO locked up. Just nice. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's crazy. That's they were even predicted to win the division, like, but now they got the number one in the AL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just yeah. have my ESPN notifications on. So, like, every time I miss a game, it's like, oh, Astros win, Astros win, Astros win, Astros win. I'm like, all right. I'll wait for ESPN. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, right now it's uh, bottom of the fourth. It's two to zero. Arizona's on top right now. Uh, bottom of the fourth. Jeremy Pena's on the at bat. And man, they got a they got a good pitcher right now. The uh, Arizona uh, Gallon, he's he's pretty good. So yeah, we're watching that. Um, oh, man, uh, is there? How do you how do you feel about Justin Merlander? <laughs> I mean, so I I like him as a pitcher. You know, I think yeah. he's awesome. Uh, you know, when I was in the Tigers organization, he was obviously in the Tigers organization for a little right. while. Uh, you know, he was basically, he owned, he owned the campus, so to speak. It was kind of his world. Um, he wasn't, you know, as talkative and friendly as the minor leaguers as, you know, like Miguel Cabrera, he couldn't have been the nicest big leaguer you've ever met. You know, you'd be in the weight room and during spring training and, you know, Verlander comes in, it's kind of like, you know, don't even look at him, you know, he's not there. And, you know, if Miguel Cabrera, you're doing pull-ups and Miguel Cabrera will come up behind you and like tickle your armpits and just laugh with you. (laughs) So I'll go down and say Miguel Cabrera is by far my favorite big leaguer I've ever met. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's so, so is he the, okay. As far as you say, I was going to say, is there any guy that you got like Star Trek, starstruck from seeing, but I guess uh, I'm assuming it was Miguel Cabrera or is there anybody else that stands out to you? 
JD, JD Martinez. So he was also with the Tigers. Uh, and I remember mm-hmm. in spring training, he was hurt and uh, he was making some rehab starts. So whenever big league spring trainers get hurt, they come down to minor league spring training and uh, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll play a few games with us and stuff. And just hearing the sound that that bat made was, you know, you, you couldn't even be watching and you could just hear it and you'd be like, holy crap, like that's a big leaguer. And you turn around and one game, JD Martinez hit three home runs and, uh, one, a funny story about this. So in spring training, there's no rules. So we're playing like the Braves and the pitcher for the Braves is like some guy fresh out of junior college, you know, 170 pounds soaking wet. And uh, <laughs> they, they come over from the big league field and JD Martinez is like, Hey, I need some at bat. So he hops in the first inning, you know, smacks a Homer. Then he, he leads off the second inning, smacks a Homer. Then he comes and leads off the third inning and smacks a Homer. Cause there's no lineup. So he just hops in the, the top of the lineup every inning. So this, oh this poor junior college kid who's, you know, fighting for a spot on a, a low A team is just getting rocked by J.D. Martinez. Man, soul crushing right there. He's got PTSD off of those. Oh, man, poor dude. Oh, my gosh. All right, man. It's it's so great to hear your stories. Dude. It, we always kind of wanted to know what it was like or like a little bit of the experience, you know. And so, like hearing your side of it actually is pretty is pretty awesome. So, uh, you know, is there anything you would say to a young kid coming up from high, uh, from high school? What would you any advice you would give that kid? I would say number one is you got to make sure you love the game because you know at the minor league level you're not doing it for money, uh, you're not doing it for fame. You know, you're playing. I think we had 150 game, 140 game season, and we had maybe you know five or six off days. You know at our longer stretch, we played like 20 something games in a row. Um, you know, so it's a doggy dog world, you know, you're riding buses, there's no airplanes, there's no, none of that. You're eating peanut butter and jellies. You're eating, you know, sometimes just ham, ham and cheese out of the packages. Cause there's no bread in the clubhouse, stuff like that. Um, so make sure you love it, you know, and if you love it, it's, it's an experience of a lifetime. Um, I always tell people that even though, you know, it's, it's fun to, talk bad about it a little bit here and there and jab it, you know, I would go back yeah. and do it again over and over for sure. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. That's awesome, dude. That's great to hear. All right. Let's talk a little bit of uh, football. So right. uh, I know you're, you're a Bills fan. <laughs> you're a Bills fan. How did that come about? So basically, you know, I've been a Texans fan since I, since they first started, uh, yeah. one of my best buddies growing up from little league, you know, his, his grandpa, uh, very successful, had season tickets. So I went to all the David Carr seasons where they're two and two and 14, you know, we're, we're basically, we're in club level, not even watching the game. We're just riding around our Heelys cause we're getting blown out in the first <laughs> the quarter. Yeah, the Heelys. Uh, and basically, you know, I, I've always loved the Texans. I'm always going to reform the match shop days. You know, we had some good, had some bad, um, but now I just kind of got tired of, you know, being mediocre. So I have a friend from yeah. high school, uh, played baseball with him. His parents are from uh, Buffalo and he's mm-hmm. a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. And we'd go to little Woodrow's over in Bel Air and watch the games all the time. And, you know, you know, he just so energetic, so into it. And I was like, man, I want to experience that. So I was jokingly asking him like, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, just trading teams. Uh, you mind if I cheer for the bills? And he's like, Oh, Absolutely. So ever since then, I'm I've been part of Bills Mafia, and then if, even in my Twitter bio, I have honorary Bills Mafia. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Hey, did you have to sign the form, the 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 form, the application to sign in? The applica- did you have to- yeah, the application is just breaking the table. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you have to get put through a table. That's your initiation <laughs> yeah. to join the Bills Mafia is going through a table. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. They're awesome part of tailgates, man. I still remember that one ticket that went for the Bills. I, like, I didn't even make it out of the park, but I was already drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Once we got out of the car, they tossed us the beer. Like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, Bill, I mean, yeah. they're, I mean, in Buffalo, New York, is not exactly nice weather. So those guys are right. they're drinkers for sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember they used to say every, they were posted on Twitter all the time asking people to come in and, and help them shovel the, the the snow right before like before game time or something like that to help them out. And people would just go in volunteer, like what did they say? Get like get like a ticket or something, and then you just come and just to help you shovel or whatever it was. And people do it, man. That yeah. is that is dedication. That is dedication. The Texans were like, "Hey, help us uh, with this AC." I'm like, "No, nah, we're we're good. I don't need yeah. that. <laughs> we're good. You don't need to fix it." No. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Yeah. No. I I, I understand. Uh, usually, uh, we reference a lot of these a lot of these uh, stories where because uh, Rios and I uh, basically saw this whole matchup situation. Uh, like literally 10 years ago unfold. And then um, I wasn't too much of a fan of the Texans when they had David Carr. But once uh, I started becoming a fan, like in 2011, um, and that's when they had like that number, like number one, number two ranked defense. Uh, and they were called, remember, they, I don't know if you remember, they were calling the Bulls on parade. And, and that's mm-hmm. where that started uh, because they had such an aggressive uh, defense. And then, uh, T- uh, what was it? Uh, Matt Schaub went out with, the, was it a Liz Frank injury, Rios, I think, against Tampa Bay, and they had to put T.J. Yates in. And he had to, as a rookie, like, he he took the Texans to the, to the, to the playoffs for the first time ever against the Bengals. Uh, basically, his nickname, T.J. Yates, the Bengal killer, because every time they played against T.J. Yates, they always lost, and they had a decent, you know, team. Uh, not good, but kind of decent, and yeah. uh, that and so now, fast forward 10 years later, you see the when it started with TJ Yates with the court with the backup quarterbacks just kind of not being the elite quarterback that you would expect, like you kind of see that still now with the current quarterback that we have, Davis Mills. Uh, and it just seems like the story over and over and over again, and it's just it's just for that reason, and I guess that's what got you kind of in the going over to the Bills. Is that correct? Just the, the mediocrity, yeah. Of, of the same story over and over again. I mean, when when your favorite memory as a Texas fan is Andre Johnson just pummeling Cortland Finnegan, then it's, it's time. I want to that. Trans- I want that statue outside it's of uh, energy of him pummeling yeah. Cortland. We need that statue. <laughs> Send it to him. Oh man, yeah. But, yeah, the, uh, actually, I think I was there at that game too when it happened. That was the best part. Like, we're like, what, what's happening? Oh, Andre Johnson's getting injected. And then, like, uh, like, like, oh, 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 this is what happened. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's still to this day. Uh, it, he's, it's funny to me that whenever like, it goes to autograph sessions, people post it on Twitter, like, look, he signed my picture and it's him beating Quinn oh. Finnegan and he still <laughs> yeah. does it. Oh, it's it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, but yeah, definitely a Texas moment for for life. But yeah, you know, and one of the things we talk about is like, you know, we we felt great coming in with Deshaun Watson. Like finally we got a quarterback, and then all that happened. And so here we are again, back to square one, as per se. We got an okay, you know, we got a pretty decent uh, uh, up and coming running back. Our defense is pretty decent. It basically looks like the Texans from like two thousand. 13 2000 you know 2013 maybe even worse so it's like the same story over and over again so it is what it is but what's that 
It's a revolving door quarterback. Yeah, revolving door quarterback. Uh, so let's really quick. Let's recap. Did you catch the uh, the Dolphins and uh, uh, Bills game this weekend? I did. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I just. I mean, the whole. I, I just saw that uh, Mark Sanchez was just happy that you know they punted the ball right into his butt, the but he was no longer he was no longer the butt fumble guy. But I mean, he's like yeah, I'm, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm used to also the Bills, you know, being bad. When I was a kid, the Bills sucked. So it's like. You know yeah. the bill. The bills can end up being good, but they're still going to be the bills that you know every now and then. Yeah, you know they showed it. It's like the Browns being the Browns, kind of a thing. Yeah, and it's just it's just how it is. You see, there's a reason why the nickname is there. Did you uh, expect the the Dolphins to be where they are right now? The you Dolphins saw that coming, right? Yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, no. Like, but I mean, are... uh, is two is two a hurt though? Is he going to be out for he, a period of time? Uh, he's playing tomorrow. Is he's he? playing tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, he's playing. I think supposedly he it looks like a concussion. Cause it, yeah, well, they, it looked like a concussion because he was wobbly, but he said it was a neck thing. Yeah, it was weird. Like, they were questioning how they, you know, tested him for his concussion, but he's clear to play tomorrow, so should be all right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's another yeah. team I'm used to just you know being at the bottom of the barrel as the Dolphins. So it's it's weird seeing you know all these <laughs> crappy teams that are just all of a sudden now <laughs> they get one quarterback and the same thing's going to happen with the Browns. Once the Sean Watson starts playing, you know they're going to be in the playoffs all the time. It's it's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, and you know, like one of the things of this when Deshaun Watson comes back, they play against the Texans here in Houston. So I was, oh come on! And, and if you don't think if you don't think that Roger Goodell rigged that for ratings. He's gonna yes. flex the prime time. I guarantee you right now. It's gonna be flexing the prime time. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, Sunday night, definitely. Right Sunday night football. Yeah. Sunday night football or Monday night game, something like that. It's it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be flexed in. I'm gonna go with Sunday night football game because I think it's on a so football right now is like a twelve. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that a Monday? No, it's a Sunday. It'll be a Sunday. Oh, night. Sunday. Yeah. If they do yeah, flex, it's probably gonna be yeah, they're they're gonna definitely flex that in. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was like a... It, like you said, it was definitely Roger Goodell. Like, oh, you know what? Let's make that this comeback game against the Texans. It's gonna sell. It's gonna sell. His inner Vince McMahon, right there. <laughs> He's what? His inner Vince McMahon. His <laughs> inner Vince McMahon and Rob Manfred. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, be it's an eleven. It's an eleven game suspension, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like 11, who, gets, it was, who gets suspended for eleven games? You know, a whole season makes sense. Twelve games makes sense. Like, make it an even number. You don't just pick eleven games. There, there was, was a reason why eleven games. Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, they, and apparently, it felt like it was. It feels like it was scripted because it was like, well, we're going to do six games. Well, you know, at first it was six games or something like that, right, Rios? And then uh, six, and then suddenly they're like, oh no, he deserves a bigger punishment or whatever that the court, you know, and so they like, we're going to do 11, five more games. And it's like, Who's oh, it yeah, in? Week odd, 13. What, what odd number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's definitely one of those things where I don't think it was coincidence. It's straight up. Like let's bring him back against the Texans. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, his former team. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Soap opera over here. Uh, he's like you say, he's got Vince McMahon writing his stories for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Roger, this will be a good storyline. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Anyway, so and then you, have, you know, Watson dropping the rafters. <laughs> like, he's like, like stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. You're an idiot, dude. 
<laughs> anyway, all right. So let's talk a little bit of the uh, uh, the Bears versus Texans game. Uh, you got some stats for us, Rios? Yeah, and they're after you're done drinking your beer. <laughs> it, it, yeah, stats are pretty brutal. Um, so another winnable game. Uh, Davis Mills choked again in the fourth, but like. It's crazy. Like, usually when a team gives up 281 yards of rushing, you shouldn't have a chance of winning the game. Like, that should be a blowout. No, we had a chance to win it. It was like, we were, it was tied 2020 in the fourth. They were 281 yards and they're missing their best pat, uh, their best uh, running back. He was injured mm-hmm. like, you know, like middle of the first quarter. The backup put up 153 yards. Um, her, it's, uh, Fields had a few good runs. I mean, they were just running up and down. Like they threw less than like twenty passes on the whole game. I'm like, how? Like they're one dimension. We still can't stop them. Yeah, they uh, they clearly didn't follow the the game plan because I'm looking at this right now, and apparently Damon Pierce only had 80 yards rushing. He was averaging about four yards per carry, uh, one touchdown, and his longest run was of 24. Uh, then he's got his counterpart, Rex Burkhead, who uh, had three carries for nine yards, <laughs> uh, averaging three, yeah, three yards per carry. And so obviously you could see that it, Damian Pierce is your guy, but, you know, the Texans choose not to give the ball to him whenever he makes a little mistake. Oh, uh, we called it, we called it the, in the pregame show. Like we had, I, well, I had said it. I was like, if Damian Pierce has less than 30 carries and Davis Mills has more freaking throws, we're going to lose the game, man. We yeah, did. <laughs> it's a, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where, yeah, it's it's pretty predictable. That's the worst part. And I see that um, Chris Moore, like I said, he had the longest uh, the longest yards. He had three receptions for six to three yards. Yeah. What's that? Catch, yeah, three catches for six three yards. But I mean, also that came on one catch, a fifty two yarder. Yeah, I saw a uh, a particular post where. Um, well, somebody on Twitter, I don't know who it was, they mentioned, like, do you think Nico Collins is a bust? But I was like, no, he has his areas where he's open. Like, that last play when the interception with Rex Burkhead. Uh, and Nico were wide open. Brooks and Nico were wide open. And they threw it to Rex Burkhead, who, uh, where, where, which is where uh, David Mills got intercepted. Oh, yeah, they, 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 like, they predicted. Like, if you watch the film, like, he immediately checks it down. And so you watch the film, like, Teams are starting to break it down. Like, hey, he's going to go for the check down. It's going to be to either Burkhead or Cook. So if you target one of those guys, yeah. you can anticipate the throwing lane and pick it off, And which is exactly what happened. Yeah, definitely. Is there – now, that's the that's the thing. We, we talked about it, and it seems like a lot of uh, – obviously, the person that really carries the blame on this particular loss of this game for the poor decision-making skills is obviously Davis Mills as a quarterback – uh, there was countless occasions where you had receivers open, but uh, either a once you got once Davis Mills got pressured, uh, basically he he can't put his feet right on the ground and can't throw the ball accurately. Uh, from what uh, from what we were seeing, and also he had open targets, open opportunities, but yet nothing was still happening uh, with that. So you left your receivers open. You could tell, like I said, I feel like the, these receivers are making their plays. I just don't see Davis Mills making the correct decisions to uh, throw it to those receivers that are open. And there were uh, right, uh, people post a lot of those things on the, the coaches from on Twitter, and you can actually see which receivers were open, especially like like going back to that play that you mentioned, the last play where Davis Mills got intercepted, both Nico Collins and uh, Brandon Cooks were open. <laughs> and that's and 
those are two of your biggest weapons that you have. Literally, one of them is six foot four or something like that, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's definitely, yeah. Well, and right. so, yeah. So, again, uh, we go against the Chargers. The Texans go against the Chargers this weekend. Rios, what do you think the, the Texans need to focus in order to make this game somewhat competitive, which I think you and I both know it's going to be a beaten. Uh, if they want to win, uh, keep the ball out of Davis Mills' hands and give it to Damian Pierce. Bosa's out yeah. the season. They got some, they're banged up on defense. Like, you just run the ball. Just do not let Davis Mills throw more than 15 times. If he throws more than 15 passes, you're losing the game. You can't put the ball yeah. in. A, if he's throwing the ball, that means you're behind or you need him to make a play, and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's one of those things. They need to keep feeding Damian Pierce. Uh, Did you see that they just just signed, like, I think they worked out a couple of quarterbacks. One of them was Tyson Williams from the Ravens last season. Oh, no, running Uh, back. I do like his running back. Excuse me. Yeah, they uh, they signed. I think, did they sign him or they worked him out? I can't remember. They just worked him out, but um, they're not not replacing Burkhead. Levy Smith said, you know, I like my guys. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we've seen another bulkhead game where, you know, Rex Burkhead gets the majority of the carries. I'm like, I just yeah. don't get it, man. I, I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's ridiculous. All right, well, that's uh, our thing about the Texans. I agree with you. Let's. Uh, I think they if they give the ball to Damian Pierce uh, enough, they need to. Uh, they should run. They should run the ball. Continue running the ball. Take the ball off of Davis Mills's hand, but. Uh, David Bills' hands as much as possible. Like you said, if he has more than 15 uh, throws, this game is definitely a loss. They could take that opportunity now that you said Bosa's gone for the season. So I think uh, he should have a little bit less pressure, of course, without Bosa in there, and he should be able to make some of those decisions. I just don't like the way that he says, I couldn't – what do you say? Uh, it, that That's not much I could do. I was like, yes, you could. He had yeah, Nico like, and, and Cooks up at responsibility, dude. <laughs> yeah, zero accountability. Like, he's like, oh, I, did, I we played a solid game. Like, bro, this game was not solid. Like, yeah. you had to throw the ball. Like, I was looking at the numbers. Like, so basically, he's past rush rate. They're 28th. Like, they're, he has time to throw the ball. It's just he makes right. bad decisions, bad throws. Like, I was looking at the numbers. So basically, it passes between 1 to 10 yards. He's pretty accurate, you know, 6 7%. But it's those intermediate yeah. long throws. It, it nose dives. So passes between 11 and 20 yards, 30%. Passes mm-hmm. over 20 yards, 20%. Those numbers even go even lower if there's more than five rushers in the uh, – if there's more than five rushers. I'm like, bro, like, these are basic plays that you got to make us pro, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we really – we basically were realizing what the problem is <laughs> in the position, but – the thing is this, at the end of the day, if we start, like, really tanking, we got Cleveland's number one pick and we got the Texans' number one pick. So it could be a possibility that we do get these quarterbacks from From our pick. Yeah, we're, we're thinking Cleveland, about, uh, they look pretty solid. They're probably going to be yeah, at Cleveland least pretty solid. 500, and then Watson comes back into, yeah. into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope he's resting. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow we got – all right, so let's uh, – it's about that time we make these little predictions here. Uh Tyler, I know we have. I know we kept you quiet for a little bit. I'm sorry. Uh, we got the Dolphins versus Bengals tomorrow. Who do you got? Who do you think is going to win that one? So this, I'm I'm basing all my my opinions just as a casual football fan. I'm going right. to go Dolphins, obviously, because they're three zero, and you just told me two is playing. Even though I love Joe Burrow, but I'm going to go Dolphins. 
Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Uh, something's up with the Bengals this year, and they're not the team that they were last year. Uh, and they're they're not off to a really good start. So, uh, they're yeah. I I honestly I'm going to take they're one and two right now, and the Dolphins are three and zero. So yeah, I I'm going to take the Dolphins on that one. Uh, I think Tua's having a great season. And I think he's going to continue having the great season, especially with the addition of, like we said, Tyreek Hill and uh, um, was it Wallace, right? I'm sorry. The, Wallace, excuse me, Wallace, not Wallace. And so I think those those are his two big offensive weapons. So definitely yeah. I think Tua's going to have a big game tomorrow. I take the Dolphins winning tomorrow by, by I say, by two touchdowns. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, not that I'm a pro either. I'm just predicting like fans just like you are telling. Yeah, we're not any, we're not any better. Rio, so you got tomorrow. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think Burrow bounces really? back. I think Jamar Chase has a big game. Uh, I have Waddle on my fantasy team, so you know, I have Chase and Waddle. So they both had big games. You know, I'm happy. But I, I think uh, Burrow bounces back. I think they – it's going to be close. It's going to be a shootout. I think I'm going to go Bengals by three. It's going to be – Bengals by three? Okay. 38-35. Okay. Wow, bold prediction there. Okay, so you got Bengals, uh, you got Bengals, and I got Dolphins. All right, moving on. Let's see next game for the weekend. Are you saying that? The, uh, do you think the Bengals are going to win because they're debuting that uh, white Bengal tiger uniform of theirs? Yes. What's that? That's a sick color rush jersey. It, it is. is. It really is. I got and the helmet, that. like, you can't lose. The white helmet. Yeah, they can't lose. Okay, I see what you're doing. That, that's the only reason why. All right. Uh, Sunday, we got Vikings versus Saints. The Vikings are 2-1. and one, The Saints are 1-2. and two. Who you got, Taller? I'm going to go Vikings just because, I mean, I can't honestly tell you anything about the Saints besides I saw – I was watching ESPN today, and they said uh, I believe Michael Thomas is out. So, yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. to go Vikings. Yep, Vikings. It's a solid pick right there. I think that, that's a strong one. I think the Saints right now are missing a lot of, uh, yeah, especially with Michael Thomas being out. And uh, I don't know. I didn't see a lot. I have Alvin Kamara in my fantasy, and he didn't really put up the points that I needed. So uh, it was one of those games where I lost uh, because I needed a stronger running back. I had I have a uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry got me some good points, but uh, this particular weekend against. Uh, uh, I can't remember who they play off the top of my head, but they it was a uh, they play against the Colts. No, they play against the Colts. Did they? They did. did no, they? this week no. it was the Colts. Last week it was against the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Were, yeah, sorry, the the defense. Defense. That's right. Now the Texans own that uh, distinction of yeah. worst defense. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So uh, so you say Vikings, uh, Rios? Who do you got for Vikings Saints? Uh, same. I have Madison on my fantasy. I'm picking him up today, so I'm hoping he has a big game. <laughs> okay and you know what i'm gonna go with vikings also for that reason because yes michael thomas being out alan Kamara not putting up the points that, that he's used to putting up so i'm gonna go with the vikings and plus uh i think justin jefferson shows up also so that's what i'm thinking that's my prediction on that one okay we got next up let's see my computer ends up working okay uh browns two and one falcons one and two Taller, what you got, bud? All right. I'm just going to base this on, my, on a gut feel. So is Miles Garrett out? Is, he, is his car wreck? Is he busted up from mm-hmm. that? They haven't announced he, it, but he, he looked – I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised he was out because that was a pretty bad accident. It looked pretty bad on the video. Like, he was bleeding like crazy. And now you saw that? Yeah. I mean, at a minimum, yeah. he's a concussion, probably some internal bleeding. Yeah. Like, 
I wouldn't be surprised if he's out. If he plays, it's a mm. miracle. Yeah. All right. Miracles. So I'm th- I'm thinking he's out. I'm going to base this just off of my. I'm a huge college football fan, so the Marcus Mariota Oregon days. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Falcons just for that. All right, Falcons. Maserati okay. Mariota one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with the Falcons also on that one, just because I've seen pretty decent. I, I think Mark, Marcus Mariota has a has had has been p- playing pretty well. Like he's, I like his his style of play this year. So I think he's with the team that uh, is gonna help him out, and also you know with a, with a team that's actually gonna make him look good, like the Falcons right now. And I, I honestly think he he holds his own. I'm gonna go with the Falcons on that one too because I, I'm liking how to, uh, Mariota's playing this year. So I got Falcons. What about you, Rios? What you got? I got the Browns. They're solid. I think they're just going to run the ball all game, and the Falcons can't stop the run. Okay, they're, solid you know, prediction there. They're bottom five run defense, and they got Nick Chubb. All you do is give to him, and if you know he's not running, give oh. to Kareem Hunt. I mean, it's a one A one B running back group. Like it's, they're hard to beat. Yeah, that's a, that's a straight up dual threat right there, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, it's crazy because yeah, I, I didn't even think Nick Ch- uh, excuse me, uh, Kareem Hunt was going to play because he was trying to restructure that contract this year. Remember that? Well, I think at this but, point he's auditioning for his next team, so it's like, hey, I still, yeah. I still got the man, like I still got the juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at this point it's just like a show off thing to see who who gets him later. <laughs> All yeah, right, so, so he has plenty of well, three years left at least because he's twenty, I think twenty six, twenty seven. So yeah, yeah, he's in his yeah, he's in that later part of twenty. Okay. Uh, next up, this should be a good one for you, Tyler. We got Bills versus Ravens. Ooh, I'm so... man. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm, picking, well. I'm picking the Bills just because you know I'm part of Bills Mafia now. But yeah, I honestly, you know, if the Ravens win, I'm not going to be too upset. You know, it could go either way, in my opinion. You know, I like Lamar Jackson. Uh, I have nothing, nothing against the Ravens. Uh, but just for my part of Bills Mafia, I got to pick Bills. Okay, understandable. Okay. Got to pick the fan base. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lamar, you're right. Uh, Lamar Jackson's playing crazy this year. Uh, yeah, he always kind of balls out, but man, this year I, he's he's doing pretty good. Remember, um, whenever uh, before he was drafted, they were trying to say that he was going to be a wide receiver because he couldn't play quarterback. Oh, yeah, egg, egg on my face with all those NFL scouts. Oh, yeah. Man. Good job. That's yeah. <laughs> Remember, these are the guys that also said that JJ Watt wasn't going to be a big star. <laughs> he wasn't going to be big. He was going to be a very good pass rusher. <laughs> I was like, hmm, how'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> so definitely Bills. Okay. Rios, what do you got? Oh, just keep drinking. It's okay. No, no, it's a tough one. Um, Man, Lamar, he's balling out. Like, so I had him on my fantasy yeah. team last year. Uh, he let me down. Uh, so I was like, yeah, hey, you know, he's probably going to have an off year. See, he pulled the Aaron Judge, bet on himself in the contract year. It is paying off handsomely so far. He's mm-hmm. going to be the highest paid quarterback next year. Uh, but man, he's balling oh, out. Yeah. Right it's yeah. hard to keep him I, I mean, their defense yeah. is suspect because they have a lot of injuries. Oh, man, it's a tough one. I'm going to go Bills, man. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be, it's going to be decided by field goal. I'm going to go 30 27. High, high score with a field goal or low score with a field goal? High score with a field goal. Th- uh, Bills 30, Ravens 27. Okay. Um, that is a tough one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Bills, too, uh, for the single fact that I think um, they're 
feeling pretty down about that loss against the the, the Dolphins last week. And you can tell that Josh Allen didn't feel good after that. Like you, he, you felt it. Obviously, I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that offensive coordinator of the Bills wasn't too happy either when he started slamming stuff on the. Did you see that? <laughs> he just started slamming everything, and then some dude comes out and starts blocking the camera. Like I don't know, we're like you're not supposed to see that. And so I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, Brady. So uh, I'm gonna go with Bills. I think that they're gonna bounce back after that loss against Miami. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Bills on that one. That, that's my call. Uh, okay, so Bills. Then here comes the most uninteresting game of all. We got the Washington Commanders versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, South Oklahoma versus uh, the Commanders. We got the Commanders are one and two with Carson Wentz. And we got the Cowboys two to one with Cooper Rush. Taller, who you got? <laughs> I, I mean, I pray it's going to be the commanders, but I, I think Dallas will end up winning just because you know, that, that's how the world works. You know, a and won, yeah. Dallas won, UT lost, Texans lost. It's it, Dallas will win. Dallas. Okay. I'll go. That's a good, that's a good way of doing it. Okay. Dallas. Rios, what do you got? Man. It's it's funny because, like, the, the game we were talking about before, Bills versus Ravens, it was hard to pick because both teams are, are good. Right now it's hard to pick because both teams are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just that. I just detest Dallas with every ounce of my beat. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. Who does it at this uh, point? Right? I'm going to go spoiler. I'm think, I think the Commanders pull it off in a very ugly game. It's going to be, like, nine to six Commanders. It's going to be ugly, <laughs> un, uninteresting to watch. It's field goal fest, in my opinion. It's the it's the football game they cut off of the air to so put the other game into flex in. That's what we yeah. thought the Bears and Texas was going to be in, you know, because we thought the win was going to be a factor. It wasn't, but then, you know. No. So maybe we'll be surprised, but uh, I, I think an ugly game. It's too terrible. Ugly game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. As much as I hate to admit it, I think their defense is gonna overshadow that uh, Commanders, whatever they call an offense. Uh, so I, yeah, that the Dallas defense is actually pretty decent. So I'm gonna go with that one. Diggs is actually a pretty good corner. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on that one for that sake, for that sort of reason, just because of their defense. All right, and uh, other uninteresting news: we got Seattle versus Detroit. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Detroit. Anytime Geno Smith's your quarterback, you're not good. So <laughs> Detroit it is. I it's, mean, yeah, it, the inconsistency. Yeah, like I I, I was praising him week one because that game against us uh, against the Broncos with you know the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle, he actually played a good game, but. It's it's then you realize it is Geno Smith. <laughs> like you said, it is at the end of the day, Browns are gonna Brown, Bills are gonna Bill, Geno Smith is gonna Geno Smith. Yeah. So and, and yeah, so yeah, so you take a Detroit for that one, right? Yeah. Okay. Rios, what do you think? I'm gonna try it also. I mean, uh they were a surprise team. They played really well. Who would have saw Amon Ra being one of the leading receivers in the league? Like Mm-hmm. I don't even think he saw that for himself. Like, bro, he's he's balling out this year. They're missing mm-hmm. the Swift, but Jamal Williams just as good as a running back. He's a different type of runner, but he's still just as effective. 
And yeah, uh, they're they're going to be a sneaky team. Like I think if they can, you know, stay healthy, I wouldn't be surprising them in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, I think they can actually make the playoffs this year. Like you said, I'm a Robbie with the, with being the good receiver this year. That to the shock of like everyone, uh, including came out of his, him, his mother, his family, they're all surprised. Like, <laughs> you're, you're capable of this? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Detroit also for that same reason. I think, um, I think they can beat Seattle, uh, Seattle again. Also for the same fact that you got Geno Smith, his incons- being inc- inconsistent quarterback. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go with Detroit. So Detroit also for me. Okay. Uh, next we have. <laughs> you ready? Chargers, Texans. Chargers are one and two. Texans are o two and one because of that tie. All right, Tyler. You don't, I don't think you really have to tell us this, but might as well. It's just for fun. Who do you think is going to win? No, I, I think the Chargers are going to win, but I'm going to hope the Texans win for your guys' sake. And I saw that like half the Chargers are out, so who knows? You know, something could happen. Yeah, again, there are. It's like it's like every time we play the Texans, half of them go out. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Char- okay, so the Chargers, just because they're missing half a team. Uh, and for our sanity, <laughs> and for our sanity, I think that's the reason why they're like, you know what, take a break, guys. Just to say we're quote unquote yeah. sick. Yeah, uh, you're on the injury report for this week only. One, let's make it up. One of you guys has a thumb injury. One of you has a, a high ankle sprain. You'll be fine. Uh, all right, Rios, who do you who do you have? Yeah, I'm not that optimistic. Uh, I'm going Chargers. Um, <laughs> I mentioned this morning on the round table. It's like. We cost them a playoff spot last year. I'm sure they circled this game on their calendars. They're all banged up, missing starters, but we can't stop the run. Herbert with, you know, three cracked ribs, probably going to still throw for, you know, 300 yards. The running back's going to have 200 yards. It's going to be an ugly, ugly loss. It's going to be like a 30-point, at least 30-point loss. Do you think we score any touchdowns this game? No, it's going to be like 35-3. to it's going to be it's one of those they cut off at halftime. You know what? We're going to a more competitive game because this game is uh, over. We're going, we're going to a more competitive game to put the Commanders-Cowboys game on instead. No, uh, <laughs> I, I'm on a – yeah, I, I agree. I think the Chargers also, not because I'm not optimistic, but because I'm being realistic. Uh, I don't think the, the Texans are, are going to do great against the Chargers. I I'm slowly losing my fit my my faith with um, Davis Mills uh, well, based off of those this yeah uh, and I, I think a lot of fans that were right behind him at the beginning of this season are too. Do you see that guy that threw away the <laughs> his jersey? Oh yeah, we posted. Uh, he, had, he had it framed. Like why, I'm sure those people laughed at him. Like why would you frame yeah. the? How hard was it from the movie? Like, how hard did those people at the framing store laugh at you when they <laughs> you presented it when you told them to frame this for you? It's like framing a yeah. keyboard jersey, like why? Oof. It's like framing like, a Brock Osweiler t- jersey. I think with Mills is like he has a lot of stance on Twitter. Like I haven't seen anyone defend a backup quarterback this hard since Tebow. Like I, 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 I just don't get it. I really don't yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know Tyler, if you haven't seen much of bad, but bro, that's just yeah. Bad. I tell you, if you haven't if you haven't seen much of Davis Mills, you're not missing out much. Just think about the Brock Osweiler years. Oh, just yeah. about. Yeah, no, it's about of, the same. Um, a less athletic David Carr. <laughs> That's rough. Where'd he even go to college? Less athletic uh, Stanford. 
<laughs> Stanford. He uh, uh, when he came out of college, uh, he was proclaimed by a lot of people as being the next uh, Andrew Luck. <laughs> that, that didn't. Have, I know. I baffles, it uh, baffles me. Less athletic, less talented, you know, little brother, maybe. But other than that, no, it's just. I don't uh, know. What it, uh, it's basically like watching Kirk Cousins play in primetime. There's no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's non existent. That's, that's so, a uh, perfect example right there. Kirk you know, Cousins. Kirk Cousins was on the list of like the top 20 most favorite NFL players at the moment right now. I think he's like number 12 or something. You like that? How? <laughs> that was a thing. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I saw. I yeah, saw. Uh, on, I saw it on Twitter. Everyone was like, "How the hell is Kirk Cousins on this list? Yeah. How? I, how? I, and what? My, my my mind is blown. <laughs> yeah, of all the players in the league, I could name yeah. like ten players on a single team better. Like, yeah. oh my god, that just that is awful. Me. Yeah, it's uh, it's baffling for sure. Okay, so Chargers, 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 all the way. All right, Titans, Colts. Ooh. Who do we got? Remember that's Colt. I know we were under. We were talking about the Colts last week, but they did beat the Chiefs. Uh, so that was, that was a surprising one. Yeah, they did beat the Chiefs. So, Tyler, what do you think? What do you got? Uh, oh, Titans, Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Two reasons. I've always had uh-huh. a soft spot for Matt Ryan. You know, I don't. I don't know why. You know, he throws ducks for a living, but I just like him. I think he's got a good smile. <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill. You know, he's had some good days, but at the end of the day, he's an A&M guy. I was a UT guy, so I, just, I respect that. I Understandable. Respect. I, I just have to. I have to root against him. I respect yeah. that. No, I agree. Great point taken, sir. Colts it is for you. Uh, Rios, what you got? I'm gonna go tie. <laughs> I'm gonna go tie. What is a soccer? Bro, come on. What are, you, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to go tie. Like, they're there's, there's no way. They're going to pull the Texans and Colts. It's going to be a tie. No. It is I'm not going to be a tie. Are you, are you serious? I'm, I'm being serious. I'm calling it out. What's, what's, in, what's, in, what's in that gonna, cup, sir? It's going to be a 2020 tie. Calling it now. No. Really? Yeah. You're going to go with a tie? All I right. Am. All right, you soccer fan. They're uh, equally okay, uh, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to go with the tie. That's uh, all right. If that's what you're going to go with, I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, no reason why. I just have Derek Henry in my fantasy and I want him <laughs> to run like crazy on that. Uh, so I'm going to go with that's the only reason why. There's no reason why I care for the Titans, those fake Oilers. So yeah. uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, exactly. No reason why. So uh, just for Derek Henry because I chose him for fantasy. That's the only reason why I'm predicting that. Okay. You know, Next up, the person that you tie. So the, uh, this morning on the roundtable, the guy that's a uh, he, he writes for the Colts. He also predicted a tie. And I was listening to really? his, no. I was backstage. I was listening to his reasoning. Like he's making a lot of points. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a tie. So I'm, that's why I'm going with a tie. Okay. He had a different right. score so, than I did, but I'm going 2020. It's going to be low okay. scoring. It's going to be ugly. All right. So. Tie. I, if I, dude, if I see a tie on Sunday, <laughs> if I see a tie on Sunday, I'm going to lose it. All right. Next game <laughs> Bears versus Giants. Oh, my God. Bears versus Giants. Justin Fields, who barely throws a football. 
uh, yeah, they beat us last week. So that yeah. tells you exactly how we, the, yes. the Giants also lose to the Cowboys. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's so it is. It really is. So let's let's go with uh, Bears versus Giants. So Tyler, who do you who do you think? Yeah, no, I'm gonna pick. So the Bears obviously two and one, but they beat us. So you know, I'm not gonna count that. But at the same time, Giants, you know, <laughs> Giants lose to the Cowboys, which you know is a shock to me as well. So I'm gonna go Daniel yeah. Jones anyways, though, and Giants. You're gonna go with Giants, okay? Giants on that one. Uh, I like how Saquon's running. Uh, I know that the Bears' defense, uh, run defense, is not so great. So I think for that reason, I'm going to go with the Giants as well, just because of the Bears' run defense. And I don't think that uh, Justin Fields is going to throw that many footballs. She's going to try to run it, but I know that the Bears' uh, run defense is probably as bad as ours. So I I don't expect the big uh, I don't expect the the Bears to to win that one. So I'm going to go with the Giants just because of. Again, the Bears defense, the run defense, and Saquon Bark, uh, Barkley's getting back on it slowly. So that's my take. Uh, Rios, what do you got? Well, I want Saquon to do bad because I'm going against him in fantasy. But realistically speaking, um, the Bears have the 31st-ranked run defense. Texans are mm-hmm. Saquon's going to probably have a big game. I'm going to lose in fantasy. But, yeah, I got Giants. I, I mean, there's – they don't have an answer. They're not going to have an answer for Barkley. Receiving, rushing, it's – I'm I'm calling now. He's going to have at least 200-plus total scrimmage yards. Giants by, like, 21. 21 to seven. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't see the Bears scoring a touchdown. Again, they can't throw it in. They're missing Montgomery. Yeah. They're not going to win. But- they're having the same issue that we are. Uh, remember, we had uh, Ryan on last week from BAM Sports. Uh, Chicago, uh, who's a long, uh, long-time uh, Bears fan. Again, he said he mentioned on the podcast that he's born in '85. That year that the Bears went to the Super Bowl, and uh, he, you know, he mentioned the same thing that he uh, that he that they really don't throw the ball. And we saw that also with Justin Fields. It seems like a similar team to the Texans, uh, but better. Because they yeah. took the win last week. Uh, they have the same problems. An inconsistent quarterback who's not so accurate, uh, but with a decent uh, defense, except the running de- defense is not so great. Again, it's just like two similar teams, so it's understandable. It's like split image of it, right? Uh, now on to a more exciting game. Uh, surprisingly, one of these teams, actually both of these teams, you would call exciting. You got the Eagles versus the Jaguars. Um Eagles are balling out. That's going to be a good game. Eagles are balling out, and surprisingly so, so are the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is having, finally having that year that he was supposed to have if it weren't for Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it looks like it looks like Trevor Lawrence is the, the, the real deal, at least so far. So Eagles versus Jags, and the reason I'm going for the Eagles on this one uh, is because I have Jalen Hurts as my quarterback on fantasy. So as many points as he can get, I'm all for it. So I'm going to go with the Eagles on that one. So Eagles for for me, fly, Eagles, fly. Go ahead. Uh, Taller, <laughs> who do you got? So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go Eagles also just 
Jalen Hurts channel view guy, so Houston native. Yeah. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, I wouldn't mind. You know, the Jaguars have always been bottom of the barrel for my lifetime, so I, I, I would yeah. like to see them, you know, pull out a win. You know, I have no – I could care less if Philly loses. It doesn't affect my life. So if Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is going to pull out a victory, good for him. But I just think the, you know, yeah. the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, they look they look like the better team. Even though, like, like I said, the, this this Jaguars team is surprisingly good this year. Uh, we weren't expecting that to happen. Remember at the uh, at the beginning, real so predictions were the Jag. Well, at least for me, my prediction was that the Jaguars were going to be like the worst team in the AFC. I mean, then again, I was basing <laughs> yeah, yeah all right. I mean, they say that was based off of uh, last year how you know their performances last year. But again, clearly it was an Urban Meyer situation, right? So. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely. I think the Jags uh, are the are the AFC team that goes to the to the playoffs this year. Uh, that's my opinion on that one. So, uh, what do you got, Rio? Sorry, I didn't. I'm... No, you're good. I got Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars. Was, yeah. So on the the roundtable discussion, I'm on. So there's no Jaguars friend. So I'm basically the person that reports on the Jaguars. I've been watching them carefully. Really? Yeah, there's nobody else. Oh man. <laughs> I'm doing double it's duty. Fun. It's it's fun. Florida man, Florida man, you're Florida man for for that. <laughs> no, but like he he looks like the real deal. Like I said, I have to watch the you know Jaguars highlights because you know there's no one else to cover them at this point. And mm-hmm. no, like Lawrence looks like the real deal. Like he's accurate. He's making the throw. He's making the throws short, intermediate, long mm-hmm. range. Like he has a running. He, James Robinson's healthy. Um, there's still a few pieces away from being contenders, but I, I'm going to go Jaguars. Jaguars, low-scoring game. I'm going to go Jaguars 21, Eagles 14. Okay. Okay. There you go. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, so Eagles, Jaguars, Eagles. Got it. Uh, that should be, to me, one of the one of, be- one of the better games this weekend. Uh, I'll definitely be checking that one out. Okay, next one. Seems like a whatever game. Jets, Steelers. Mm. <laughs> I like everybody's reaction to that. I was like, next. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, yeah. I, just. I saw I saw today that they were all already complaining about Mitch Trubisky and Zach Wilson's yeah. back. You know, the Jets, the same thing. The Jets are gonna jet, but at the same time, I think I think Zach Wilson has a little swagger. You know, he hits on moms. You know, Mitch Trubisky's mm-hmm. is a big old dork. He has uh-huh. Zach Wilson has a dog in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, Zach Wilson's got that dog. Got so that. I'm, I'm going to go Jets just for that fact. I'm basing it just <laughs> quarterback versus quarterback. <laughs> All right, we got Jets. Uh, you got Jets for that one. Okay, Tyler, you got Jets for that for for Zach Wilson's sake or just in general? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick the Jets in general, but for Zach Wilson's sake, yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay, that's a good reason for. It. All right, so uh, Rios, who do you got? Jets, Steelers. I'm gonna go Jets also because you know Zach Wilson also has that dog in him. But um, wow, I think he brings a different dimension to the offense that Joe Flacco doesn't have. Like Joe Flacco at this point's a statue. Zach Wilson, yeah. he's got an injury, but he's still pretty mobile. He can make plays in the pocket. He uh, has more weapons than offense. Like they have more receivers. Yeah. Like Brees Hall running back. Like I know he's splitting carries with the other guy, but like I think with Zach Wilson, it gives him a different dimension, different wrinkles to the offense and. I'm wouldn't say they win the AFC, but they'll be they'll be up there with the AFC East. Like they're gonna be they'll, they'll be up there as far as contending for the AFC East title. 
Right. Okay. That's understandable. Uh, all right. So you got the Jets. So Tyler, we also guys got the Jets. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to go with the Jets also. I just don't see uh, that situation with Trubisky being any, any good at all. Uh, gonna- did you see? Yeah, did you see uh, – who was it, that receiver uh, that, that caught that? George Pickett. George Pickett. Pickett. Yeah. yeah, he ended up – there was like a particular clip where like I think Mitch Trubisky throws the ball and I guess he was like wide open. Then he he's wide like, up. The yeah. yeah, he took the, the temper tantrum and I'm like, oh, that's already causing like turmoil well, there. It's so not just he, he so it's chemistry. Him, it's him, Deontay Johnson, and Claypool. They, like they're open and just – Trubisky's not mm-hmm. like there's no reason on earth that man should be picked so early in the first round. It makes no, no sense. And Mike well, Tomlin already I, came out and said that he's you know he's sticking with Trubisky as their quarterback. So that just shows me that like everyone on the team is like, can we get this guy out of here? And he's like, no, we got we got to have him. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like when when you could, like, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Like, can't be any yeah. worse than Trubisky. Like, yeah. What do you, would you take, Davis Mills over Trubisky? Oh, I I'll take Trubisky. <laughs> he, he can at least run. Like, what can Davis Mills do? He gets happy feet and throws to you know, throws to Brandon Cook's ankle. Brandon Cook is five foot eight. Like, he can <laughs> to the ground. Like, that's bad. someone on Twitter said, uh, what they said this weekend, like, someone on Twitter was like, uh, Davis Mills over here throwing, throwing Davis, uh, uh, Cooks his uh, balls to to Nico, and then Nico's balls to Cooks because Nico is like six foot four. Uh, Brandon Cooks is like five foot something, and he's throwing like he's overthrowing it to to Brandon Cooks, Cooks and underthrowing it to uh, Nico. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's like Or throw a jump ball pass like it's not that yeah. far, man. Like yeah, not at all. All right, uh, next one. I I think this is a definitely a one sided one. Uh, Cardinals, Panthers. So I like how uh, Cardinals versus Panthers. I'm gonna take the cards on that one because I like how Kyler Murray's playing. He's kind, he's basically on video game mode right now. So I'm gonna take the cards on that one. Uh, again, I think it's funny. Like you, who, as a you that brought up last week, uh, that somebody said on Twitter that uh, when he, he when he me. runs with a football, it looks like yeah, it looks like a toddler oh, stealing something the from their parents. Tell the phone from the parents, and then they showed the clip of him. He's actually done like a tunnel that just saw his parents' phone running around. Man, uh, running sideways. <laughs> sideways. Hey, he scored a touchdown though. That's what matters. So the band got it. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's why I'm going for the Cardinals because I think Kyler Murray right now he's got the weapons, he's got the mobility to move around uh, uh, in and around the pocket. So I'm gonna go with the Cardinals for that reason. Uh, Rios, what you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals because Baker is just—he's terrible as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But, yeah, Baker Mayfield is not. Oh, yeah, he's—he's. He's if I was a Panthers, I'd be at this point just tank, get another quarterback because it's either him or Sam Darnold. Like, ugh. <laughs> would Would you Talk take about, uh, Baker? Would you take Dave, uh, Baker Mayfield or Davis Bills? Yeah. Still, yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's true. Still, that's what Chubisky, no, Chubisky, uh, uh, Baker, Mayfield, and, and like 60 pounds of, <laughs> and then, and then finally, Davis Mills. Is that, is Look, that I'll take Case Keenum back at this point over Davis Mills. It's that's hey. it's that bad. Hot take for you, huh? Hot take. 
He's in Buffalo. Tyler. Here's the Buffalo. Tyler, what you got, buddy? Uh, cards or Panthers? So I got a soft spot for the Panthers because so Cam Newton's the only only other jersey I own besides my David Carr jersey. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Cam Cam Newton's my favorite player of all time. I'll die on that hill. I love him. I you know he was the definition of swagger when he came out of college and you know he basically said yeah. Right. Whenever he 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 said yeah, I took that yeah. money. Respect. Yeah. Uh, nice. At the same time, I love Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, so I'm going to go Cardinals. Cards. All right. Cards it is. So we're set on that one. Cards, 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 all the way I around. Hope all right. this year, there's so many injuries in the NFL. Like, I hope Ken Newton gets, gets, you know, someone picks him up. He's, I mean, he's 6'5, 240 pounds, yeah. like you think. He has something yeah, left exactly. off. He's not the most accurate, but like, you know what? In this NFL, like, you can. You can build an office around him. You just gotta have the right pieces. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't surprise uh, Carolina. Like you got McCaffrey, somewhat healthy. Yeah, he. I mean, he's still not the, the McCaffrey that we're used to seeing, but but he's an upgrade from uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Like, come on now. Yeah, true, true. All right, we got. Next one, I think this is a one-sided game, especially after last Sunday night. Uh, excuse me, not not last Sunday night. That game against the uh, the Tampa the the Bucks. We got the Patriots versus the Packers. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Packers on that one. Oof, yeah, yeah. Not I'm gonna close. go with the Packers on that. One. Yeah, uh, right now, definitely the question has been answered. Who made the Patriots? Patriots was it Belichick or Brady? I think we can all kind of agree it was Brady on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, right now, Bill Belichick, you know, isn't doing so well with the Patriots. Do you, do you believe now? I know he has a history. Uh, would you think this could be the last season Bill Belichick's with the Patriots? I wouldn't be surprised, really. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, or they, do you think they give him a year at least, another year? See what, see if no, he, no, I think he, I think he takes his control of his own destiny. He's like, you know what, I'm just gonna retire. Like, he has nothing to prove at this point. Like, he won six Super Bowls. Like, yeah, it's nothing to prove at this point. Okay. Well, Guess one uh, has a hot girlfriend. Like, you know, why, why keep, you know, wasting my Sundays? You know, let me retire and, uh-huh. you know, live in Florida Brady. <laughs> well, uh, Tyler, do you think uh, Belichick stays around for another year? Or do you think he kind of, if he, like, if the season keeps going the way it is for them, do you think he kind of, like, just, you know what, let me step aside, go somewhere else kind of a situation? So I think. Just an opinion. Hmm. I think, you know, I think him and Brady, I think out of spite, he wants to la- outlast Brady. That's my, mm. that's my gut. I think, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, Brady won, you know, in Tampa, whatever, blah, blah. But if he can outcoach until Brady's retires first, then I think he'll walk away. Okay. But I, I, don't know, you know, I don't know if Robert Kraft, you would ever have the balls to just, you know, fire Bill Belichick or Bill Belichick is the kind of guy who's going to, you know, he's going to voluntarily retire. Right. Okay. I see. That makes sense. So you think it would probably be one of what's that? It can go either way, honestly. He retires yeah. early, you know what? You know, let me let me stick it to time. I'll go one more year. And you know, mm-hmm. Super Bowl. But no, I, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I do see your point though. I don't think Robert Kraft uh has it in him to let him say, you know what, you're out kind of a thing, especially after basically putting the Patriots basically putting the Patriots on the map, really, because after Bill Bell. Before Bill Belichick, they really weren't anything. They were nobody, yeah. 
They were nobody. They were they were what they are currently right now. You know, besides the Super Bowl championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they were getting hot with uh, Bledsoe right before you know he got injured and Brady Brady ended up replacing them. But uh, after before that, you didn't really have much of anything from the Patriots. You know, so yeah, I, I do agree. I think Robert Kraft holds on to him as much as he can. But yeah, he doesn't have it in him to let him know, hey, you got to go, kind of a thing. So. All right, so going back to this, Pats, Packers, I got the Packers on that one just because, I, honestly, I was I was impressed with how Aaron Rodgers performed against the uh, against the Bucks this past weekend. Um, granted that, I don't think Brady, you know, I think he was missing Mike Evans. <laughs> because, so definitely after that game. So uh, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one, and especially because the Pats are the Pats this year. Uh, so I got Packers. What about you, Rios? Yeah, I'm going to go Packers also because, you know, Brady's visiting Mike Evans. He put on his, his uh, Black Air Forces and, you know, decided to, uh, you know what? Let me just go ahead and uh, take a... Uh... Oh, He's got that, that ankle bracelet. He's got that ankle bracelet. That me, I, I can't get over that me. <laughs> Mike Evans against the Saints. Black Air Forces, the ankle bracelet and the cigarette. Like... <laughs> He's banned He's banned from a, a restaurant in the world. He's never even been there. So he's banned. Like, <laughs> oh, Mike Evans. Yeah. Every time it's always like Lionel just pushes him out for no reason. What do you, and what do you say? It was Brady. Like, that was his excuse. Like, it's Brady. Like, what do you oh, mean? God. I mean, I, I, I get it, Mike. I, I get it. But no, like, I, I thought, I, I thought it was funny that he compl- he said that to the refs. It's Brady. Like, like it was an excuse. Like, the refs would be like, you know what? You're right. It is Brady. How dare I? Uh, yeah, that's. Sorry, let me pick this yeah, flag exactly. up. Sorry, my bad. Let me take this flag back. So here's. Yeah, I'll pay your fine. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. All right, uh, Tyler. Who do you got? Pats, Packers. Yeah, I'm going Packers. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, former MVP. Yeah. It's whoever he's playing against the backup QB for the Patriots. Who I couldn't even tell you. So Packers. Yeah, not, it's not even Mac Jones. Players. Former Texan great, Hoyer the Destroyer. Oh, yeah, Hoyer. He's on an 11-game losing streak, the, on, the longest active <laughs> streak for a starting quarterback in the NFL. So, yeah, sure. good luck. Funny story. So, I was at a Texas game. It was Texas in the playoffs. We He threw four interceptions. We were losing 30-0. to zero. Of course. I heard the saddest chant I will ever hear in my entire life. We want Whedon. Brandon Whedon. That's who the fans are cheering for, Brandon Whedon. Like, that's who my that bright, that's yeah. who my soul died a little bit. Like, oh god, what am I? What, what am I doing? Yeah, that was the uh, the, the Texans backup quarterback, Brandon Whedon, who uh, I think he overstayed at uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I think it's Oklahoma State, I believe. Who? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was almost State. thirty when he got drafted. Well, he he played <laughs> seven years in the Yankees organization or something like that out of high school. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he did. He was and almost 30 years old when he got drafted. I'm like, this is who we're cheering for? Yeah, that was, uh, that was <laughs> a bad yeah. like, Yeah. That's when you I almost knew- became a, uh, that's when you almost took your fandom and go with somewhere else. That that would have been my moment if I was there. That would have been like, I want my, I want a refund on this. This was terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, I still that- this game? Like, it was, it, yeah. I don't know if it was worse, that or the, or the Watt Cat, where they had J.J. Watt in the Wild Cat. I'm like, Mm-mm. All right, uh, we got wrong with the game. <laughs> the worst. Okay, we got Raiders versus Broncos, AFC West uh, division rivalry. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. 
Hopefully. It should be a good one. Uh, oh, oh, are you sure? Because right now the Raiders should kind of be. suck. AFC West should. rivalries should be. Yeah. But really? uh, oh, man. No. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, how I, I used to. So, Tyler, uh, I used to be a Raiders fan. I used to live in Northern Cal uh, when, I was a, when I was a kid. Went to the Coliseum for, I had a, a buddy of mine similar to kind of like your situation. I had a buddy of mine who was a diehards Raiders fan back when I was living over there in Northern Cal. I went to my first Raider game uh, as a kid and I was scared because you'd probably get shot over there. <laughs> and so, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's Oakland. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Oakland. Yeah. And so uh, we, um, I went there, and it was. I just remember a lot of a lot of yelling. Whatever first football game ever was against the it was the Raiders. I can't remember who they played because I was I was I, I wasn't into football, but I liked how. Yeah, I was terrified. Uh, but I liked uh, the the fandom and and how everybody was wearing like the everybody looked like it looked like I had gone to a Kiss concert because everybody was like dressed up and in black and with the chains <laughs> and all that. It was like yeah, I was yeah, Ozzy. No, and so. <laughs> It was one of those things where it was scary, but it was funny at the same time. Like it was, it was, it was weird. And I, I was like a third grader or something like that when that happened. Anyway, but it was my first NFL game, and so the Raiders are still endeared to me. And but I, you know, living here in Houston, you you know, I started rooting for the home team. So whenever they they face somebody, I especially like the division rival, like the Broncos. I'm going to go with the Raiders because those divisional games are usually, they don't usually go the way that you expect them to go. You know, in this case, I would say the Broncos do have the upper hand, but any divisional game, as you saw with the Texans and Colts game, that regardless ended up in a tie, uh, it still ended up being a a somewhat competitive game where the Texans kind of like had the huge lead and they blew it in the fourth quarter. So uh, I'm going to say the Raiders on this one. Rios? Man, it's a, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go Broncos. Uh, Raiders 0 and 3. They haven't mm-hmm. figured it out. You got Devontae Adams, and you he has what, like 40 yards receiving in two games? Like, and you got Darren Waller, too, who's like a who's basically a hybrid between a tight end and a wide receiver, who I also have in my fantasy. That's why I hope they win, also. <laughs> like, yeah. he's basically number. Three tied in behind uh, Kelsey and Andrews. You would right. expect more production, but like it's not there. Like I'm gonna go Broncos in a very low scoring game. Uh, Broncos, uh, man, eighteen and Raiders twelve. Well, okay. What about you, Tyler? What do you think? I'm gonna go Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Two reasons. So right. you know. Russell Wilson's obviously Russell Wilson, but Denver, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is they look like the worst two and one team. You know, one of their wins is against us, which, you know, doesn't really count. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you got Derek Carr, you know, little brother to my to my nightmare, yeah. David Carr. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hope oh. the best the little brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hope for the best <laughs> that the little brother can turn around and, you know, put some good name on the car name. All right. There you go. Exactly. Uh, did you were you there when like Der- uh, David Carr got sacked like a mess load of times? I'm sure the probability of you being in a Texans game where David Carr got sacked is very high. So I'm oh, assuming yeah. you were there for one of those. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, there, there was, I, I forget the stat it was. It was one crazy stat. It was like David Carr got sacked more times in one game than Brett yeah. Favre did in the entire season. Yeah. Some, yeah, exactly. Something like, like that. that. It was not surprising, honestly. And yeah. What's crazy is that this David, like we'll always say that David Carr had that potential to be a pretty, pretty good quarterback, but hey, the Texans kind of ruined him. Two-time, two-time Super Bowl he, champion. Yeah. Right. Thanks to Eli. I mean, Eli, you know, he, he turned into his brother during the Super Bowl run. Not one, two years, 07 and 2011. Like, I remember because he cost me money both years. So I, I will always hate Eli Manning for that reason. <laughs> that reason only. Like, I, I remember, but those two years, like, I had money and I lost because of Eli Manning. Like, really, bro? You played crap yeah. all year. You, you play like uh you know uh what's this uh, you play like um Bo Jackson and Tecmo Bowl during those those two Super Bowl runs like just couldn't be stopped. Yeah. Uh we got two more games to predict. We got uh the Bucks versus the Chiefs. That will be the Sunday night football game. Bucks Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Man, I like the Bucks defense. Yeah, I like the Bucks defense, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on that one. I think the Chiefs end up winning that game. Rios. I've learned a long time ago to stop betting against Brady, except for those two games with Eli. But besides that, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bucks. I think Bucks. I think Tom Brady's, you know, he's gonna inspire his team to to a victory. It's gonna be close. It's gonna it's gonna come down to like I'm gonna say game winning field goal. Mike Evans uh, back. Mike Evans back. Um, yeah. Brady fired up. Uh, I'm gonna go screen mm-hmm. here. 21-18. Okay. Bucks. 21-18. Okay. And uh, Tyler, what you got, bud? I'm also gonna go Bucks, and I, I'm going Bucks, Bucks for. I, I love Brady. I'm a Brady stan. I'm one of those guys where you know I, I want to see Brady win as much as I can. You know, if he wins all the Super right. Bowls, you know, people hate it, and I just love it. And then Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes' little brother, I can't stand that dude. Oh, so, yeah. oh, wow. For that reason alone, I love, Mahomes, I, yeah. I love seeing Mahomes lose just for that reason alone. So I feel you on that one. What is, what is I saw some, a tweet. Uh, it was a, I always I wish I could quote people, but I don't, I don't know who they are. They're like, uh, uh, what did it say? Um, it was like a fake uh, Justin Herbert uh, account, uh, a fake Justin Herbert account and said, Patrick Mahomes still has to go home to his uh, to his wife and his little brother. Who, so who really lost that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who really lost that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got okay. So I got cheese. Both of you guys have bucks. And finally, the last game of Week Four, which should be that um, that Monday. Monday Night Football game, we got the Rams versus the Niners. Rams versus Forty Niners. Should be a good one. How do you? It looks like it's pretty. It's going to be pretty good, especially now that uh, Jimmy G is back with the the Forty Niners. Um, did you see that uh, that thing? Uh, was like your play suck or whatever to uh, was it like Shanahan? Shanahan? Yeah, yeah. Man, that was crazy. Know, yeah, it, it, but like, no, Jimmy, your play as quarterback sucks. But you know, yeah, I think yeah, I still think they have a better chance with Jimmy as a as a quarterback than they do with Trey Lance. Um, so. I I I still like the Rams though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I still right now. I'm thinking that um, I, I'm really thinking. I'm really thinking Jalen Ramsey is overrated now. He's becoming overrated. 
as a corner. Um, uh, and I, as much as I dislike the Cowboys, I think uh, Diggs is a much better corner than than, than he is. Mm, I would have gone right. Uh, I would say right now, yes. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going to go with that. Diggs will give you plays, but he, he gives up more than he, mm. he takes. But he gave yeah. 700 plus yards on uh, receiving last year versus what, 11 interceptions? Like, mm, this season, like this season, this season alone, that's what I'm saying about. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I think this season, Diggs outplays Ramsey. Uh, we'll look we'll at it at the end of the season. We'll see. Yeah. But I think uh, I'm, that's what I'm not going for. I think I think this uh, this this season become is a better uh, corner than than Jalen. However, uh, with that being said, I think I'm going to take the 49ers this particular uh, today. Uh, excuse me for that game. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think they'll take that one. What about you, Rios? I'm going to go 49ers also. A um, couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I think they have more stability with Jimmy G. He's Taking them to the Super Bowl. I also have Debo my fantasy team, so I I I need the points. But I right. think that um, the well, the Rams are, they're struggling a little bit. Like they don't have an identity. Like I think they have a little bit of that uh, Super Bowl hangover. Like oh, we you know won the world championship, and they're being complacent. They've gotten mm-hmm. sloppy. Forty mm-hmm. Niners. They got something to prove at this point. It's like we you know we went with Trey. He got injured. Now you gotta like you gotta like raise Jimmy G a little bit because again like you were you know ready to trade him for whatever you can get. Yeah. So like, I think they're gonna, uh, I think they'll bounce back because again it's a veteran team. They they seem to like Jimmy G, so I think they you know rally around him and they get the win. All right, there you go. Uh, and finally, Tyler, what you got, buddy? Rams versus 49ers, the last game of the uh, the four, week four. I'm going to stick with my Texas boy, and I'm going to go Rams. Uh, nice. I had a soft spot for Matthew Stafford ever since the Georgia days. You know, yeah. you know, no one throws a football like him, in my opinion. You know, he spent so many bad years in Detroit that I just feel bad for the guy. So, you know, yeah. I, I think he deserves as many wins as he can. So, I'm going to go Rams. Yeah, my brother Rams. from he's from Detroit. He's a huge Lions fan, so he <laughs> loves he's- Stafford. So, when he went to the Rams, he's like, you know what, I don't – this one year, I just want to see Stafford win it. Like, just win it. Like, he, so he was, he was probably the happiest person on the planet when the, Stafford won the Super Bowl last year. Like, he was, yeah, probably more happy than Stafford's wife, honestly. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, that was our our NFL predictions, and again, uh, it's about that time we start heading out. So, uh, Tyler, thanks again for coming on the uh, on the podcast to share us. You know. Basically, what you went through in in college and in the minors. Uh, so, thank you again for coming along, and of course, for sticking around this long for you know to do our NFL predictions, and obviously for putting up with our uh, stupidity here. So, thank you again. Uh, and I just realized something: we're missing our other host. <laughs> oh, yes, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, he uh, he texted me before and he couldn't make it. He was he was dead tired. So, or excuses, whatever. Uh, so nonetheless, it's cool because he he would have bring he would have brought the show down. So we're we're okay with that. He's been replaced at this point. He's, he's been replaced. Sorry, you can come back and replace him anytime. <laughs> we don't need him anymore. Well, yeah, we're, we're, he's good. He's done. <laughs> Tyler, again, thanks so much for coming uh, for coming on the show. We appreciate that. All right, guys. So uh, 
Yeah, this will uh, we'll upload we'll upload this on YouTube in a little bit. So thank you guys for listening or sticking around this long. Appreciate it. Have a good night. See y'all Sunday. Peace.